0: Kinney caught snippets of words from the guests at the table. I've seen her myself. Rape, I heard. Nothing but fallacy, etc. Do not fill his head with nonsense. It's only a tale the locals spin around their dinner tables. Surely a rumor started to scare little children from coming onto our grounds. For that, it is useful. The guests looked at Dr. Groom's expectantly. He gave in. Margaret, why don't you tell our good Dr. Kinney the tale? Then we can be done with it. Margaret started speaking almost before her husband had finished. There's a ghost that roams the halls here. It's a woman, of course, and she's clad only in white. She's not clad in white. She's naked. Completely naked. Offered another gentleman who had an accent that hinted at French roots. That, Philippe, is not the story. That is your fantasy, replied Margaret. The table erupted in laughter. A younger wife, the type that sort of faded into the wallpaper if you weren't careful, said softly, I heard there was a woman who gave birth in the tunnels, and she and the child died, and- She paused as she realized she spoke out loud, and the attention of the room had focused on her. I'm sorry. Her voice drifted like a feather. No, please, madam. Continue, offered Kinney. The tunnels? The tunnels are a vast network built beneath the facility, Dr. Grooms said evenly. The tunnels are for refuse and transporting other unseemly matter. Like the dead, said the gaunt man, now on a new glass of wine. And the really insane ones. And the ghosts, of course. The younger wife spoke hesitantly again. Soft brown hair, fine as corn silk, covered her arms. The mother is searching for her child. You can hear her during storms. No, 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 said Margaret. She doesn't want her child. She wants to find a doctor, to help her with a certain itch. Again, the table laughed. Save for Dr. Grooms, who said, Margaret, in a tone that set a cold knife to Dr. Kinney's throat. The room chilled. Dr. Grooms said in a tone to end the subject, There is a system underneath the campus that you will see in good time. But today, today, let us focus on all the pleasantries our facility offers. There are no ghosts. And the rumors about a woman caught in the tunnels is pure childish fancy. The table fell into an awkward silence of utensils scraping against the china. Kinney noticed the footmen regarded each other for a moment, as if worried about being questioned. How much of the story was true? Was there a woman who died in the tunnels? How vast was the system? Were the patients he waited to treat kept down there as well, like shameful secrets? Kinney chewed his beef and thought how once he'd hid something, something that had been beautiful and had become so unseemly. He could wait to explore the tunnels and find out what the asylum and its board hid. He would find the madness he'd been brought to address, and he would complete his work. He would find that madness, and like a stubborn root, he would dig it out. Kinney thought he heard. Not a moan, exactly, but a kind of whimpering. The wind? He chewed his meat. We saw Kinney arrive. We wiped raindrops from our shoulders, wrung it out of our hair. We slipped into the shadows and watched him stomp down corridors. We noticed his left foot dragged slightly, indicating a lift in his shoe. We saw the locked set of his jaw, his skin rough and pitted. We knew those lines. We could almost trace them with our fingers. Those lines were caused by an inner anger, a serpent of rage. We saw him coming and we knew real fear. He was not sent to help us. No, he was sent to take our spirits away.